Those are, that's the sound of the helicopters fleeing Afghanistan. And that is the sound of explosions in the sky, but not Americans. Not Americans. What's up, guys? It's 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Back in Los Angeles. It's Monday, August 16th, 2021, the year of our Lord, 2021, A.D., Anno Domini. And I have, it's Monday, I have new music for you. It is still Men's History Month. Last week, what did I play? Stavesacre. Pretty manly band, at least it sounds like it. It's it's a good imitation, right? (laughs) And the week before that, I played Stretch Armstrong. So what was the next most manliest band I could think of? I'm not exactly sure, but I, for some reason, I've wanted to play this for a couple of weeks now. 121 is the group. I think they're from Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And they are Christians, or they were Christians in this band. And this first song is called Morality. Morality. Let's be a part of this moral fashion show. Is there is their sarcastic line, opening line. It is a punk rock band, kind of. So, boomers, bear with me. It is only two or three minutes long. I hope you enjoy it. Those of you who won't, just mute it. And uh, we'll play, hopefully, the lyrics on the screen so you can follow along because he does kind of slur his words together and he's shouting. and, uh, And in my opinion, it is beautiful. But maybe... I have corrupted, subverted taste in music. (laughs) So enjoy morality from the band 121. O-N-E, number two, number one. 121. And it's from the 1998 album, When the Dragon is Finally Laid to Rest. Enjoy morality by 121. What does it profit you if you set your goals to gain the world but lose your soul? Never shoot up, never drink a drop. Well, I hate to be there when your bubbles pop. Righteous acts like the big acts. Wicked hearts do what they have. Christ. <laughs> 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 
That's right. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Some of you guys are like, can I unmute now? White right-wing rancid. Well, I don't even know if these guys are right-wing, honestly. <sighs> Not sure. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. fine. I see that you all loved that music. Asmador says, that was rough. Crazy Mother Dan says, I'm a boomer and I never listen to this garbage. Sounds more like sounds more like Metallica or Poison. <laughs> James, your music is awful. I don't think it sounds quite like Metallica or quite like Poison. <laughs> but thank you, Crazy Mother Dance. <laughs> At least Hake is aware that no one likes his music, says Nilla Thriller. TTT, what's up, man? Nice to... Nice to see all of you guys at the men's conference, or outside of it, in the case of the ladies and the children, uh, young, young girls and, and babies who did not attend the men's conference proper. <laughs> Uncle Ted 88 says, thank God, perfect timing. Uh, I don't know what's worse, 121 or Hassan, says Shaggy Boy. Ah, uh, that's uncharitable. Hassan, shout out to Hassan. The, uh... The sand N word ga. <laughs> and asterisk ga. Inka. <laughs> Who performed at the men's conference. And shout out to, I met Shaggy Boy Skip over there. I met TTT. Um, I met, man, so many of you guys. Steven Absolution. Joel never did that. I met. Uh, What's that? John Stamos? Tex-Mex. By the way, I'm wearing a t-shirt from He White and from Tex-Mex. Thank you guys for the birthday gift, the birthday greetings. Thank you to Skip. Skip is on the line already for the uh, pig's feet. Unfortunately, I didn't get to taste it. I wasn't thinking. Had I been thinking, Matt living the dream, Matt the American, uh brought me something and we uh, had it together had some of that together i should have brought the i should have thought about it and run and got the pig's feet <laughs> i don't know if i would have been been able to do it because i had to put it into lock it away in a place i didn't really have access to man but i passed it along i was able to pass that along to esteban and shout out to the guys helping out making it happen the uh JLP's PR man who organized the event and also Esteban, you guys met Esteban? Those of you who went, he helped out big time. Of course, white skateboard white Chris. No mustache this time. No mustache. And all you guys, oh my gosh. So many people. Hake's Snake Pit Security Guard. <laughs> I met him before. And all you guys. That was cool. 
I don't like gay parties, says Jupiter. It was not a gay party. Or maybe he's referring to something else. But anyway, that was cool. Thank you to uh, the state of Florida and the governor of Florida for making it somewhat reasonable. Somewhat reasonable. We had an excellent church with J.C. Lee Peterson. Apologies for the, you know, a little bit of sound issues there, but as usual, you guys are used to it. And we did the best that we could, and we're always improving. Always improving. I can't imagine an Arab being funny, but maybe he was. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, referring to Kayvon. Uh, Kayvon. I couldn't tell that he was any, any bit Arab, but... I'll take his word for it, <laughs> Kayvon. That was cool to see him again, too. Very nice. Let me actually get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. He has a men's conference story. I was able to go swimming over there. Swimming. Got a little bit of exercise. Very cool. Skip in Augusta, Georgia. How are you doing? Hey, James. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you great. Are you uh, back here. in Augusta? Yeah, I I didn't stick around much longer after the after the uh, church service. Yeah, because I I knew, I knew it was going to be a long drive and yep. I was tired and wore out already. So I want I didn't want to fall asleep driving, so I busted on out right after the uh, church service. Same here. But, uh, look look at here. Me and Jesse had a talk this weekend about your music <laughs> and. Uh, you know, he feels the same way I do about it, I believe. So uh, he's supposed to have a talk to you about that music. Okay. Music. Nice. I know he's probably tired and everything because that was an exhausting weekend. And uh, But I hope he'll get to you about it this week sometime. And uh, we can see a little bit of difference maybe because that stuff is awful, James <laughs> Hake. What's the, what's the name of that band? That was one, one, you spelled out O-N-E, and then like a dot or a hyphen, 21, or maybe sometimes a colon, 121. It may have to do with Philippians 121. It, what's Philippians 121? I'm not sure. Well, what was the name of the song? Oh, that was called Morality. And it had Christian, or at least biblical lines in it. It says, no man is good. And righteousness like filthy, righteous acts like filthy, filthy rags. Oh yeah, Philippians yeah. one twenty one. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So yeah. they are a Christian band. They may be, they may be more of like a Judeo Christian band because they they have all this. I think those guys are like, uh, like the last name is Recline, and they're from Philadelphia. So they might be kind of liberals, like one, oh, let's all be united and diverse and stuff like that. But when I was in high school, I, I really enjoyed their energy, especially. And the lyrics were positive, like they were self-critical and stuff like that. So I liked them. It wasn't exactly as fun as, it wasn't as heartfelt, maybe, as 90 Pound Wuss. <laughs> but yeah, well, I 121. I feel I felt it all right when you was playing it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, okay, I want to say this first thing. It was an honor to meet you and Chris and Daniel and and uh, Nick. And I got I got a chance to spend time and, and Jesse too, and the women at Bond. Yeah, I got a chance to to interact and spend time with all y'all, and it was just fantastic. And uh, 
We I've, felt this. I felt the same way. I felt the same way meeting you and all the rest of the people too. You know, several people this weekend that made made the comment, and uh, and I, I'm right with them 100. percent It was just like we knew each other years for years. It was like a family reunion. You yeah. Know? Even though we hadn't actually met, and it was so awesome to be able to put people's faces to uh, their handles or their names in the chat. You yeah. Know? True. Oh man, that's you. You know, it was just so cool. Yeah. And to be able to hang out, and we all got along because we're all like minded. You know. Right. My and favorite was meeting crazy. John Stamos. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I never John imagined Stamos. that that was John Stamos. Never would have guessed well, it. <laughs> isn't that the actor's name that played in the, that sitcom? Yes. With the. With the three girls and the other guy. Full House. Yeah, he oh, was the Full cool... House. He that's was good. Uncle Jesse, I believe. He was the cool uncle. Yeah, that's right. I didn't that's know right. that the father was such a degenerate man. Really? Yeah. Well, he's the one that went later, later on went on to do the uh, funny video thing, wasn't he? Yeah, he became America's Funniest Home Videos guy, which that was cool. Yeah. But then I saw him... Yeah. Well, I hate to admit that I watched Half-Baked... I saw him in Half Baked, and I saw him in other stuff, and he just became kind of vulgar. But maybe he was always really? like that, and that's maybe what made it kind of funny that he was the Full House dad, because it was so, like, somewhat wholesome, we thought. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think, I think what that is, you know, them Jews are sneaky, hate. They're real, they're True. real sneaky. Yeah. The Jews are. And they got, him on, they got him in that show Full House, and people started thinking of him as being that wholesome father, yeah. wholesome father, and then we can't think of him any kind of other way, and then they just started busting out the evil in him later on, you know? Yeah. And those two so my, twin daughters, my, too, my, they were, they're kind of a mess, too. The old, yeah, was it the Olsen was, twins? They were in the media for a while. Yeah. They, they ain't too wholesome. I, I don't think neither one of them sing in the choir. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it was awesome meeting all y'all. Yeah. But I, I tell you something. I tell you something that really stuck out to me at that men's conference. I, I, I met a lot of people there. I met so many people. But uh, but there was just one man, and he had a son with him. I guess he might have been about nine years old or ten. He could, he wasn't no older than that. And uh, we sat at the table and we talked, and uh, we included his son in the conversation the whole time. It was just us three talking, and every time I would. I would look over and talk to his son. He would look me dead in the eye, and and uh, you know he was paying attention. And uh, he would shake my hand like a little man, like a man would. Yeah. And he'd give me a little firm. He'd give me a firm grip, and he looked me in the eye. And that's what a real man does. When you shake a man's hand, you look him in the eye when you when you're shaking his hand. Yeah. But, uh, that's cool. But a well trained young man. Yeah. I I saw yes, a lot of father son. Pairs and that was cool. Nice to see. It it really was. But uh, you know, y'all had the VIP before the uh men's conference started. Yeah. Okay, well him and his son went up there okay and uh for the VIP and uh you know y'all passed out a little bag that had uh the video of uh, Uncle Tom in it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well they came back they came back down and they come over to me, and uh, the boy's daddy said, uh, 
my son's got something he wants to give you. He said, uh, he said, you know, we was up at the VIP and, uh, they give us this, give us this bag and it's got a, a copy of the Uncle Tom movie in it. And he said, it, he said his boy said, uh, said, uh, Daddy, we already got a copy of this movie. How about we just, we give it to Skip? Will that be okay? And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Was that little, was that that, that white young man? That little white young man with light brown hair? I can't, he was, he was, uh, young man. He was, he was young enough to have a young son. I don't know. The son was blind headed. Okay. And, uh, but it was just so cool. He came over there to me and, and uh and he gave me that wanted me to have that Uncle Tom C D. Yeah. So uh I thought about it Saturday uh, Sunday morning when I woke up, how cool that was. And uh you know, I'd given Jesse a, a bag with a jar of pig feet, yeah, two cans of pot two cans of potted meat, and I give him some footy footy socks that's got <laughs> rebel flags on them. Nice. And I I had an extra pair that I didn't didn't put in there, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him to that boy, and because uh, I, you know, that was that was so nice of him giving me that uh, Uncle Tom film. You know, yeah. Usually kids kids are greedy. Usually when they that they're that age, and th they don't want to give nothing away, whether they got one of them or ten of them. Right. You know, but but he had a good personality, and yes sir, every time I say something, it was yes sir this, yes sir that. But to see somebody, you know, to see all the, like you said, there were several dads and, and sons there, to see them take the time to bring their children to a men's conference and teach them, you know, teach them the right way, that gives you speech, gives you hope for the future generation. You know what, hey? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He'll it be really, a good example. Yeah. And that'll be something that they can, uh, that they'll always remember and can rule reflect back on you know make that'll make good memories for the boy you know yeah for sure but it was but it was awesome but i i heard jesse talking about the the sons and the fathers there this weekend and i just wanted to call and share that little story because you know i would really love to be able to meet that boy in about 10 years when he's a, a teenager or or a young adult and see how he turned out because i guarantee you He's on the right path right now to be a, a good young man. Definitely. That is cool, yeah. man. I appreciate it, Skip. It's great to hear from you. Yes. Yes, sir, Hake. And uh, you're doing a good job. And, and uh, I hope Jesse gets gets time to talk to you about that music. And, <laughs> all uh, right. And like I say, it was great meeting all you guys. And and, and y'all are y'all aren't trying to be superstars. Y'all, none of y'all. I mean, y'all don't try to be. TV personalities, y'all just as laid back and cool. I mean, you're regular people, and you know you're regular people. You don't try to put yourself up on those no uh, podium. Right. I mean, y'all are just cool as a cucumber. I, I mean, I felt like I know y'all for twenty years. Nice. And y'all, y'all spent time to talk to everybody. You know, it wasn't just like, you know, brushing you off or whatever. You know, I went outside to smoke a cigarette one time. And I told Daniel, I said, I know you don't smoke, but come on out here and talk with me. Nice. We walked on out there with him. We sat outside and had the best conversation. But uh, the people that didn't get to come this year, I hope you really 
go next year because it's well worth it. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, I agree, man. And I saw people who flew, who had flown in for just our monthly men's forums from like Detroit and Atlanta and elsewhere, and elsewhere right. in Georgia and Alabama and stuff. And it was cool to see everybody. And there were people who don't even participate in the chat who've been listening to us for years or who even some of whom just found us. And it was, there were some honorable, respectable men and women there too. So that was cool. It, re- it, it really was, Hey, And I met several people too that, that I, got, I always ask them, are, are you in chat? And uh, several of them said, "No, I'm not in the chat, but I listen all the time." Yeah, I had a, I had one guy come up. One guy come up to me, kind of scared me, snuck up behind me. I wasn't looking for him, and he said, "Look at here!" <laughs> and uh, I turned around. He said, uh, "He said uh, I heard your voice a little while ago," and I told my wife, "I said that's look at here right there. That's Skip." <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I and I talked to him. And he said, uh, "Asked me was he in chat?" He said, "No, nah, I don't go into chat." I think he works or something doing doing the show. Yeah. But uh he said when I heard your voice I know who you who you was. But uh it, it's amazing how many people come there and we were all like minded. There wasn't no arguments going on, there wasn't no disagreements, no debates about anything. Yeah. I mean we all just got along. It was like a family reunion. Nice. And uh and I look forward to next year. I know it's gonna be in California. But uh, or, or unless y'all change something in between, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm gonna try my best to make it next year. Sounds good, Skip. I appreciate it, man. All right, I talk with you later, James. Hey. All right, and keep up the keep uh-huh. up the work so that you can be walking next time. That would be cool. Yeah, that that bit of plan would you know? Because every time we go to eat, y'all, I know one time, every time we go to eat, it was across the street. Right, that wasn't too bad, but one time. One time, y'all got to walking, kept on walking and walking and walking. I'm like, dang, I got to call, I'm going to have to call me an Uber. I don't know where y'all going to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, I couldn't get Matt, Matt the American. I tried to pull him out of him a couple of times and to push him a wheelchair for me so I, I wouldn't have to push it or wheel myself. And he let me know real quick he wasn't going to push the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> But, nice, but, but we had a good we had a good time, and I really enjoyed it, all y'all. And uh, I'll let you go because I know you got so many calls, and a lot of people want to talk to you. Um, but it was great; it was really great meeting you. Hey. You as well, Skip. Appreciate it, man. All right, take care, yes, sir. And I'll talk with you later. All right, bye. All right, bye. Big Bump says, "Oh, Big Bump says it was great meeting Skip. That's right. Did you guys met Big Bump? That was cool." And Bible go-to guy, I gave a super chat over here on on uh, Streamlabs. He says, listen, James, as we do to your music, I tune in to listen to your show, and that includes whatever musical pos- whatever music selections you want to play. Some people dispute that it is even music. I can play my preferred music all day, any day, as often as I want. I find it very humorous and interesting to see what type of music you grew up liking. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So did my family, honestly. I'm not a great fan of country and western music, but I'm becoming more so after listening to Jesse on Tuesday. So maybe after listening to your selections, I'd be more inclined to smash my guitar and jump off a stage, get the juices flowing. Nice. Very nice. Someone gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report and said, Hake, 
traveling to and from the men's conference, a.k.a. also known as Hakes on a Plane. That's right. <laughs> Crazy. I never watched that movie, Snakes on a Plane. It was made by a snake, am I right? Man, it's hard to even look at that guy. Uh, who's that guy? Who's that actor? Samuel L. Jackson. It's hard to even look at that man, because he's just smeared his own name by getting all political and evil. Keyword evil. <laughs> Quickly, before I get back to calls, I want to share with you a few headlines or tweets, pictures from Twitter that I came across. As you may be familiar with this man who appeared at, I think he's appeared at some events put on by Bond or the Jason Lee Peterson, um, you know, the town halls and things like that. Anomaly. He's appeared on the JLP show over the years, multiple times. He put out some screenshots of stuff that turned out to be fake news regarding what's going on with this uh, virus thing that there's a whole lot of hype about. A whole lot of hype about this virus, which I call the commie virus. Chinese slash commie virus. And I don't mean the Chinese communists. I mean the communists, domestic communists here in America. Enemies of America within America. And enemies of people's own countries ruining their countries for them. CNN tweeted this out, headline, and I don't know when exactly it was, but it is definitely a headline from CNN. I don't believe that this is photoshopped or manipulated. Dr. Fauci, fake news Fauci. Dr. Fauci, the U.S.'s leading infectious disease expert. Leading in terms of what? (laughs) In terms of he gets the most pay in the government? From the government, from the taxpayers, or from the whatever, the Fed or something, says that he doesn't foresee a China virus vaccine mandate. If someone refuses the vaccine in the general public, then there's nothing you can do about that. You cannot force someone to take a vaccine, he says. And there he is. Fake news Fauci. And then he's advocating for he and his fellow old man. Advocating for vaccines. Look at that man. Did you know that he's in his 80s? That is sort of interesting to me every time I think about that. He's still a weasel, though. A weasel. Communist Nonsense Network. Communist Nonsense Network, CNN. Insider. I think that's short for Business Insider. Here's a headline from them. Fake news, Rochelle Walensky, scared CDC director. Rochelle Walensky, a woman. And I use that term loosely. She's not like a, she's not an honorable woman, in my opinion. And I think my opinion is based on the facts, based on the truth, based on the truth. CDC director says, data suggests that vaccinated people do not carry the virus. And I saw a man from uh, the Red Elephants, formerly known as the Red Elephants, tweeted out a a, uh, video of this woman saying that. And this was from March of this year. March 30th of this year. 
She says, the data suggests, and common experience is suggesting that we do not, vaccinated people do not carry the virus. But now, just a few months later, indeed, Fauci said that people who have gotten the vaccine, the so-called vaccine, they changed the definition in order to, to call this a vaccine still, the mRNA shot, because it changes your, uh, changes your DNA or RNA, ribonucleic acid, deoxyribonucleic acid, seventh grade science. They carry just as much viral load, although they don't have as bad of symptoms, supposedly. And yes, so they do carry it. And there is speculation out amongst the so-called experts that the virus is mutating to avoid to get around the vaccine and still infect people. The so-called vaccine. Crazy, huh? It's wild what's going on. (laughs) It's wild what's going on. In uh, Afghanistan, I can't help but laugh about it, even though it's evil what's happening. It's so predictable. Uh, That guy is such a weak male. Sleazy Joe. Sleepy Joe. He is sleazy, too. And so it's going crazy. If you read Hake News or or listened to Hake News, you haven't read it because I haven't put it out yet. But if you listened to the news or heard about it yourself... Afghanistan, all for naught, all for naught. What a mess. Terrible mess. Let me quickly get to Matt, the American, calling in from Indiana, I do believe. I'm assuming that he's already back in Indiana. I don't know for sure. Matt, the American, how are you? Hey. Hey. I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Doing well as well. Nice to hear from you, man. Oh, no, we're not in Indiana. We're still... We're in Gainesville, Florida. We still got about <laughs> 13, 14 hours left. Okay. <laughs> but originally so from still, Indiana. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're on our way. We might make a pest stop or two on the way back. We don't know yet. We uh, just, no plans. Okay. Just play it by ear. <laughs> so I just, I just want to say when we pulled up at the hotel and we got out, Esteban was standing out there. So he is the first one we've seen. Nice. And then, and then we walk in. We walk in after 14 15 hours in it. Oh, excuse me. In a truck and uh looking all raggedy. And there you are. There you and Chris are standing in the lobby. Wow. And uh yeah, we just got there, you were there. And uh And we had just gotten there too. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was just meant to be. Yeah. Funny how things work out like that, right? Yeah. So, you know, like Skip was saying, it it was it was like a family reunion. Yeah. Pretty much. And it was, it was amazing to hang with you. It was, it was all my honor to, to sit out at the pool, have the chats. I mean, that night you, you took off at two, but Oh, big bump. Shout out to big bump. We closed the pool down, got some Denny's about four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Big bump, Victoria. Oh, Nick was out there too. Uh, the gentleman met so many people there. I couldn't keep the name straight. I know. But, uh, the gentleman uh, from uh, Baltimore that was that ran for Oh, uh, yeah. Giovanni. Oh, yeah, Giovanni out. Patterson, I believe. Giovanni? Giovanni. J-O-V-A. Giovanni. And I. Right on. Yes. That is one. That's one solid guy. Yeah. Um, 
just got to say it was a blast family reunion. And uh, I got for, uh, for the chats, JLP and Hake, y'all got a year, a year to save up your money to make it to the next men's conference. You know, you do that 10%, put it back so you can invest. All you got to do is take 1%, 2% more, put it in a different account, market men's conference. Nice. Don't touch it. It'll cover everything. True. Because you don't want to miss the next one. Yeah. Because this was amazing. And I know that on Sunday, church was streamed, but you cut it off, and church was four hours. <laughs> yeah. It was four hours. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out. It, it was all my honor. I, I ran around and was doing reporting on the road, straight or whatever you want to call it. And uh, you guys were just so accessible. It was just like, oh, family. Yeah, exactly what it was. Um, uh, Joel didn't do that. Steven Absolution. Yeah, uh, the rooftop Korean was amazing. Uh, I just don't have words for it. I mean, you just got to be there. So, so you know, take that, take an extra one percent, two percent, add it on to your ten percent that you're putting back, and just market men's conference. It's a good uh, idea. Yeah, I mean, and then you don't have no excuses. But yep. big bump. Man, we closed that pool down. It was amazing. <laughs> that is cool. Nick, Chris, shout out to White Chris. Uh, yeah, like Jesse always says, it's just Jesse. I mean, I can imagine Jesse's tired. I, I couldn't imagine it because I seen Jesse and walking through the pool area yesterday. I think it was about four o'clock in the afternoon, four or five, and then he's on the show in the morning. Yep, that's wild. So, you know, <laughs> you guys deserve the rest. And uh, it was just amazing. Amazing. I, I, I'm speechless. It was just, it was great. Well, I so appreciate you, man. Chat. Oh yeah, I appreciate you, James. It was amazing. Um, I won't take up no more of your time. I'll just keep on rambling on. But uh, the main point is, save that money so you can get down to the next one, wherever it's going to be. Nice. Because you don't want to miss it. There's so many people there, like minded. And it was just, it was great. The networking was, man, I think I got like 50 or 60 phone numbers. It was just crazy. Yeah. I felt so blessed that I, that we were a part of it. So, and then my son, he was like, yeah, dad, I, thought, I think he said he was uh, in the elevator with you. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, dad, family reunion. You're right. It's like, I might call him Uncle Hank. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing. I'm well, glad. I'm, I'm kind of glad there. we didn't end up racing in the swimming pool, though. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know. I mean, he is pretty long. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I felt like I was standing next to Baron Trump. Fif <laughs> yeah. 15 years yeah. old, six foot seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's 17 and six six. But, nice. You know, they don't stop growing until they're 21 like that. So yeah. So we will see that. Yeah, big bumps. It was amazing. It was good times. We'll, we'll we'll do it again. I got a phone in front of me with chat, and I'm on another one. So, oh yeah, credit the credit solutionist. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so just just hanging out, having breakfast with you, and then last night we went up to uh, the Bahamas, some restaurant down the street from the oh, okay Bahama Breeze. With, yeah, Bahama Breeze, and we and we had we had dinner down there and talked with the. Uh, the credit solutionist, and uh, I don't want to get her 
Adrian, I think. Yeah. Was yeah, name? Adrian. Yep. So, yeah. It, it was Tex, Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So, we'll be back to the next one, God willing. The creek can rise. We got a boat. Know how to swim. Right so, on. Uh, looking forward to it. Just looking forward to it. It was just, it was like family. Yeah. So. Well, cool, man. Appreciate you, man. All right. I appreciate you guys. It was it was all my honor meeting y'all. And Nick, get some rest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Matt. Take care. You too. You too. We'll talk to you guys later. That sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. Stephen Will says Bob Saget is the comedian and an actor. He's going to act nice. And rude for whatever they want him to be. Does stand-up comedy? He's not. Says that he's not a degenerate? I don't know. I don't know, Stephen Will. But thank you, man. Bob Saget was the guy. What a shame. What a shame. I think it's kind of degenerate to do... To say what he said. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to even get into that movie. Yeah, Giovanni Patterson was talking about the horror, horrific stuff going on in... Um, the city of Baltimore, a poorly run mess, a total mess. Reminds me of South Africa, how just they're botching everything. Reminds me of America. I'm sorry, this is America. What, this is not America? Sleazy Joe Biden, a weak male, not a man, and then chaos goes wild. (laughs) Chaos goes wild. Here in America, it is happening. It's not really reported that much. And, of course, in Afghanistan, it is... Do I have, do I have a picture of that uh, insurrection that took place in Afghanistan? <laughs> the overthrow of the government that actually took place? It was a little bit... This, this photograph is a little bit reminiscent of the photographs of the so-called insurrectionists at the Capitol, none of whom were charged with insurrection or whatever crime like that you can, you can accuse a, a uh, true patriot of. The Taliban, this is from the Epic Times. The Taliban enters the Afghanistan presidential palace and declares victory as the Afghan president flees. Apparently this guy fleed, uh, fled on Sunday. This president, his name was, or is, his name is still this. He's no longer the president. Ashraf Ghani. He spoke in the parliament in Kabul, Afghanistan, August 2nd. Kabul is a city of six million people. Six million people in Kabul. No longer, though. <laughs> whole bunch of people fled. whole bunch of people fled to Kabul thinking, oh, America's there. America's there. They won't let stuff go wild. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, yes, we will. (laughs) Somebody pointed out that when the guy's rifle is pointing at the main dude. (laughs) That's true. Over this funny picture, sitting at the executive desk of this president, these guys, looking kind of hokey. Sand people. (laughs) Sand strangers. (laughs) They just took over. They took over various different cities. 
and they took over in the place and sent the... Kind of like what happened in America, honestly. Sent the real president packing. What a shame. And that's the Taliban, but I mean... They're from that area, right? They have an interest, and they're the, the men or the imitation men of that area. And uh, no longer is this fake reality going to be enforced where they have this women's rights stuff. That is a shocking reality, I bet, to some. Because the, you know, the establishment, the world leadership establishment enforces women's rights and freedoms. And then all of a sudden, when they're not protected by the men, the American men, They're back to where they were. (laughs) I thought the women were powerful. I thought the women were powerful, but no. They need the men, the white knight men. The rainbow knight men. It's just, I say rainbow knight because the western so-called men who are protecting the women's rights in these foreign countries are not standing up for what's right. It's a false imitation of what's right. It is just like what you heard the Crusades were, right? Oh, we're spreading Christianity by force. Oh, it's so terrible. Excuse me. When I talk like that, I make my throat itch. But what happens is we're spreading this secularist fake notion of, oh, democracy, freedom, LGBTQIQ human rights, women's rights. So phony. The world is so phony. You guys saw Jacinda Ardern and the UN are urging Taliban restraint on women. (laughs) According to Reuters, Jacinda Ardern is that woman, female prime minister. What an embarrassment over there in New Zealand, I want to say. And in Christchurch, New Zealand. Can you imagine there were mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand? So this Australian guy went over and shot up the mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand a few years ago. Brenton Tarrant. Something like that. And he was an eco-fascist. He believed in, like, he believed in, oh gosh, we're, the world is op- overpopulated. It's not good for the environment. And who's overpopulating it? Not the whites. The whites are a declining population. Negative population growth, I think, is what's happening. And I have some callers who are joyful about that, honestly. Evil. And so he overreacted and went and st- Tried to start a uh, start an attack on the Second Amendment here in America by doing a shooting over in New Zealand, and she went in to the mosque with a head scarf, head rag on. Jacinda Ardern, what a joke! And she's living with a live-in partner, boyfriend, guy, and I think she just had a kid by him. Evil, female, and so there's this fake religion being pushed around the world and in America, and it is sick. And so, reality setting in, setting back in, setting back in, as the men in America are no longer leading. It's back to, back to phony Joe Biden. By the way, <laughs> I mentioned the word stranger. Just a, quick sh- just a quick thing to show you guys. I thought this was mildly interesting. I have more on these females. Samantha Power, remember that name? I'm going to talk about her a little bit. But... 
This was retweeted by Jesse Lee Peterson, JLP Talk on Twitter, and I happened across it. Patrick Baseman. Don't know who that is exactly, but he said, new description just dropped. Description for suspects. You know how they don't want to say a black male when a black male does a crime because a whole lot of black males doing crimes and that feeds the, what is that thing, stereotype. Oh, it's the media making this stereotype of black male criminals. (laughs) They suppress it. They suppress it. But anyway, new description just dropped. It used to be teens. Teen. But it's not always teens. Sometimes they're like grown adults. Full-grown adults attacking people in the street, right? Watch your six. Watch your back. Not talking about staying six feet apart from people. Although it is good to have some uh, personal space and enforce that. And be alert. But be alert. Don't get jumped. Don't get knockout gamed. Don't get polar bear hunted. Don't get uh, black on Asian crime. Or whatever. New York Post. New York Daily News. New York Post is a uh, sort of tabloidy. Stranger danger. Tabloidy uh, outlet. 22-year-old white boy. Visiting Seattle, brutally beaten by a stranger. (laughs) This was a recent headline. Video shows. Yeah, sometimes these are caught on video. This boy has black eyes, two black eyes, swollen face, scuffed up temples. Temple? 22-year-old boy. Be wary, travelers. There were some white Christian males over in New Orleans, I remember, a few years back, who were, I think they were murdered. They were in there for a, for a event or something like that, some Christian event. Killed by blacks. The, here's another one. New York Daily News, 64-year-old man. Looks to be white or non-black, at least, or maybe light-skinned, who knows. 64-year-old man was pummeled by a stranger he got into an argument with on a Brooklyn street, New York. Brooklyn, where that female shot another female. Black female shot another black female. Blonde woman. (laughs) Blonde black female. In a wild, caught-on-video beatdown. Handyman. It was a handyman. A 64-year-old handyman. Beaten on a Brooklyn street. He says that he's unafraid after the attack. Caught on camera. Right on to him, fighting back and not being afraid, supposedly. But you better watch out and don't be getting into arguments with the uh, strangers. <laughs> the blacks. <laughs> Here's another one. Stranger stabs a man in a head, in the head, in an unprovoked Bronx attack. Bronx, New York. Cops say. And there's this stranger that looks like a young stranger. Look, he's jogging. He's a jogger, too. <laughs> In Adidas t-shirt. Looks like he might be possibly a well-behaved boy, but... Looks, according to this, these photos, it implies that he's suspected in a stabbing. Or at least a person of interest in a stabbing. New York Daily, that was New York Post, New York Daily News. An Asian woman managed to snap a cell, cell phone pictures of a bigoted stranger. 
who spat on her and told her to speak English <laughs> in an unprovoked attack on the Upper West Side, New York, cops say. Asian woman. And that looks like a, looks like a black dude. Looks like a black dude telling her to speak English. <laughs> I felt like telling the, uh, I, went on the, I went on the airplane, Hakes on a plane, and uh, there was an Asian lady who spoke broken English in the announcements. I can't even imitate it, but it was difficult to understand. So they're using stranger, but it's, it's black crime. And that's part of why this Black Lives Matter thing is such a lie. Because they're committing so, much more cri- so many more crimes, they're having more run-ins with the cops. More run-ins with the cops means that they're more likely to... And they're also having more of an attitude. Means that they're more likely to get themselves killed by cops. So BLM does not have a valid argument. FYI, some of you guys are more like libertarian-minded or constitutional, or you just see that the cops are getting a little out of control with like the mask, enforcing the mask thing or the shutdowns and all that stuff, and that's true. But as the uh, country goes more immoral, you lose your freedoms. You can't have freedom without morality. By the way, I saw this meme put out underneath this, <laughs> this tweet. I hate strangers. Whoa, don't hate the strangers. <laughs> Just be very wary. There is a meme say, that says never relax around blacks is implied, right? Never relax. And that is... There's some, a lot of truth to that. You want to be alert, guys and gals. The world is evil. Don't hate them. You can, uh, but don't be acting like, don't be acting all trusting. So that you get yourself uh, robbed or whatever. Because it's a big mess. Everything is upside down gave a chat a bit ago over there on YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. Is the Facebook crew there? I think the Facebook crew there. Jib Jab says, my mom said never trust strangers. Racist! (laughs) But honestly, you shouldn't even trust, uh, you can't even totally trust your your friends if they're, uh, be careful who you trust and how you trust them. But yeah. Was that Bruce Willis? <laughs> That's from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ah, there's a Facebook crew. Anyway, I saw this tweet. I've, not a tweet. This YouTube chat from Everything is Upside Down. I couldn't care less, referring to the Afghanis, if they, if they kill each other. Just as I don't care about black-on-black deaths. Let them suffer. And honestly, that is... Not a bad attitude to have. You can be, uh, you can tell the truth about it, be like concerned and right, but you can't, you just can't get all caught up with it. Because it, <laughs> some of these people that get all amped up and emotional about the lost, they're lost themselves. And you don't want to get like that. Even the evil people who talk on this phone and you get 
annoyed at them? Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Speaking of that, evil people, let me get to Tony in California who wants to talk about white people disappearing. Wow. Tony concerned about the whites. Isn't that interesting? Tony, how are you doing? Good morning. Hank Report. This is La La La. How are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, sir. Yeah, I was. I heard the report on the census report about the, but the Caucasians, white folks here in America, that are decreasing in population as a big, big, I mean, major concern of them losing their power, their positions, their land, their opportunities, and their wealth. And I'm, 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 I'm just amazed that this is about to happen here in the 20th century. You're amazed about it? Well, I am because... You think, it's actually, thing, you think that's actually going to happen? No, you know, actually, it's happening. It's not going to happen. It's, it is happening. You think it's already happened? Yes, it is. Because, see, for one thing, for certain, two things, for sure. Are you happy about that? I'm, I'm not either way on this. So I'm just speaking on the issue. Are you being honest? That, Excuse me? Are you being honest? Yes, I am, sir. I don't the think you're being is, honest. I think you're a bit gleeful about it. No, 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 no. You cannot put that on me because you don't. Oh, yes, I can. No. Why can't I? Because no empire ever ruled forever on the face of this earth. No, nobody. You think we have an no. empire? Well, that's what y'all want to believe. You think y'all superior. You believe that you what are makes you think that we what makes you think that we think we're superior? Because you believe that you discovered this this country. I don't believe I discovered it. No, I, I know who it. did. It was it was Amerigo Vespucci, and it was uh, the great hero Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he, the murderer, the, rape, the murderer and rapist Christopher Columbus. What do you care about murderers and rapists? You, do because, you like murderers and rapists? Because all your forefathers are murderers and rapists. Kind of like you? I never raped no one in my life, sir. Neither did, never, neither did Christopher I Columbus. Murdered, I never murdered no one in my neither life. Neither did Christopher Columbus. How about, uh, uh, what's the guy named Napoleon? How many people he murdered and raped? I have no idea. Probably yes, none. Do. Probably yes, none. Do. Yeah, well, look up his history. Probably zero. Look up, look up his character. Why that don't you look at great, yourself? That one, your great... Forefathers. I you think you think every, Napoleon every was my forefather? <laughs> every day I wake up, sir, I look at myself because I believe in myself. Wow! I don't, make, I don't, I don't believe in no make believe. You don't sound I like believe. you believe in yourself. Well, if you look around me and look at my history, you'll see what I believe in, bro. Do you, is Napoleon was Napoleon awesome? Yeah, he was. He was a straight murderer. <laughs> no, I think he, he was a warrior. He, he was worse wasn't than, Napoleon he was, a warrior? He, he was, was a conqueror. He was worse than Hitler. That's not murder. It's not murder. Oh, it's not? No. When you go on somebody's land and you just destroy them and, 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 and kill everything that's moving that don't look like you, that's not murder. I don't know if that's what happened, but that's not well, murder necessarily. That's read conquering. His history. What, read you don't, what do you know about reading? 
hey, it's legal now. It won't legal a long time ago, but it's legal now for you us thought to that, You thought that Master. A.D. meant before Christ. Master. Hey, I don't know nothing about your, your Christianity, your cult. No, 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 no. This is not, this is the, this is the world. This is how we count the years. You thought that, you thought that AD meant before Christ. You, you count. So I don't know if you know much about reading. Where's that on the clock? Where's that on the clock, sir? Where's AD on the clock? You say you count the world history on that. It's not where, where, it's when. It's when. When is it? Right now, we are in A.D., the year of our Lord, 2021, Anno Domini. your Lord? What, who is the Lord? What, what did the Lord mean? What the word Lord mean? That's a title, bro. Who is it? Jesus. In your face. Jesus who? Jesus Christ. Jesus and where, Christ. And where did he come from? He came from God. Wait a minute. Where did he come from? What, from or, God. Or what, what land did he come from? From uh, America. Yeah, that's another <laughs> lie. Thank you, sir. You just proved my point. <laughs> I know Big Bump gave a super chat and said, I know blacks and I know Tony is a nasty, condescending black. Hey, that, that's your opinion. No, that's, that's a fact. Opinion. You know what, man? I'm so glad y'all got a real man representing you guys in California for, for running for the mayor, running for the governor. What's that guy's name? Bruce La- Larry Elder? No, Bruce Jenner. That's a real Republican with some, you know what, some real kahunas. That's a rhino. <laughs> That's a real Republican with, with kahunas. I'm not surprised that, that you admire that, Bruce Jenner because you think like no, a woman too. Well, you know what, thing? It, it's not that I admire him. He, he just represents who you guys really are, a bunch of women. Oh, no, no, no. That's you. <laughs> You're a woman. <laughs> But that's the, you know. But then once again, Hank, how do you feel about your culture disappearing on the face of the earth? God says. I don't think that that's happening, Tony. It said in the in the said in the Bible. That's not happening. So I don't have I don't have any feeling on that. It said in your Christianity Bible that the last will be first and the first will be last. Do you understand what that means, sir? Yeah, that means your pride comes before the fall. And you're gonna fall hard, Tony. We all will fall hard when you die. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, so they don't. So don't keep laughing, finger. keep laughing, don't buddy. Point your finger, bro, because your thumb is pointing back at you. When you point your finger forward, your thumb is pointing right back at you. No, it's not. It's pointing at you. See this? Okay. No, I don't see nothing because I'm not looking at you, bro. <laughs> you, you better, you better start watching. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tony. I, hey, you, you know what thing? You have a wonderful day. Just y'all have a wonderful day. I know y'all Thank was you. pissed. I know y'all was very upset wearing the mask on the airplane. But hey. Oh, no, no, no. We're not world. like you. We're not petty. That's the way of the world, my friend. You got to follow rules and regulations. Yeah, it's an evil world out there. Thank well, you, Tony. Right, hey. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. All right. Very beautiful. I can hear the diabetes through the phone, says, <laughs> says Leaf Shaka Jifix. Jifix. Jif. X. Thank you, sir. I should have asked him if that's a fact thing. LGD4033 says it's called the knockout game, and eventually white people are going to get tired of playing it, said Sam Hyde. Yeah, unwilling participants. Yeah, there is a saying, and it is not a positive thing, that white people are nice until they're not. And that's not a strength 
to, to be nice until you're not. You want to be right and consistent and even. So you can defend yourself rightly and defend what's right. Right? Because niceness is a weakness. And then suddenly not being nice is also a weakness. So you gotta, we gotta repent. Because it's bad. Stranger danger. Guys, we are over the first hour. I have more calls to get to. Some sensible, I think. Some not. But it will be fun. And it is the top of the hour. I have another 121 song to play for you. Speaking, is this a Napoleon quote? Do you know? Venit victimarius fuit visit. He came, he died, he conquered. Oh yeah, because somebody said, we came, we saw, we conquered. Or Hillary Clinton said, we came, we saw, he died. (laughs) Crazy Hillary. Psycho woman. Venit victimarius fuit visit. He came, he died, he conquered. This is 121 from 1998. Bear with me here. It's about two minutes long. I'll be right back for the rest of hour two. If I'm butchering the pronunciation, I'm sure I am. Is it, what is it, Latin? Vini, vidi, vici. Vici. Thank you, Severio Jones. If I'm butchering it, bear with me. Let me know how to pronounce it. Anyway, guys, I'll be right back for the rest of hour two. Hang tight. Here's 121. Hope you like it. good. Am I right? No, I'm not? Well, forget you then. Sounds like Spanish bad words. What the? No. No Spanish bad words were sung in that song, at least not on purpose. 
<laughs> Somebody said, uh, this reminded me of something my brother said uh, back when I was listening to this in high school. Bob Anderson said over there on YouTube, what a unique and innovative chord projection. Progression, I think he means. And with an eye roll emoji. <laughs> and then our resident expert, musical expert, not of Philistine, Chris, skateboard white Chris, said that's not the point of punk rock is the innovation of the chord progression, dude. I would say I love the energy. <laughs> Music so bad I could slap my mama, says Ethan James. <laughs> awesome, says everything is upside down. Presumably about the music, right? Hake made me lose my place. Yeah, I had to like follow along. He sings kind of fast. Sounds like suicidal tendencies, says Epstein's ghost. Stinger GT2 asked about the prior song. Is this straight edge music? Yeah, because he's talking about never shoot up, never drink a drop. But I hate to be there when your bubbles popped. Your righteous acts are like filthy rags, wicked hearts, and blood-stained hands. Something like that. See, I knew the lyrics. Punk rock stinks so bad, <laughs> says, says Baron Von Balz. Philly more like the city of brotherly drugs, says Justice S. Yeah, indeed. Philadelphia is supposed to be the city of brotherly love. Because in Greek, I think, you know, this, when I was a Christian, I mean, when I was a little Christian boy, I learned that there were three kinds of love that you ought to show. <laughs> that one is the phileos, which is the uh, brotherly love. And Philadelphia, Phil- city of brotherly love. More like brotherly drugs, though, yeah. You sure this isn't dead milkman? Asks Robbie Lewis Brown. I'm not sure. Doesn't sound very manly. Hake, I cannot relate. To your music, says Miss Kitty. Funny. Well, guys, appreciate it. The Peas and Carrots song. I'm not familiar with that point, Fire. But Ashley, over there on the Facebook crew, muted it. Some punk is cool, says the Storm Blooper. Yeah. Veni, Veni Vidi Vici, or Vici, is usually credited, says Ragnar0321, to Julius Caesar. I came, I saw, I conquered. No one sung in that song, quote-unquote, at all, says Main Franken. Yeah, I know, it wasn't actually... There was some, like, pitch changes. I think it had a little bit of a melody to it. I think. But they were, you're right, it was mostly shouting. A song is sung, meaning it has singing. But shouting doesn't count as singing, nor does speaking. The drummer was just, eh, just even absolution. I know, I know. But still, it's fun. Ah, oh, darn. I was about to get to John in Kentucky. So he was going to say, what's your problem with women? Pretty much the same problem with blacks. (laughs) I don't really have a problem, but they have a problem. And that is sin. Let me talk with, briefly, before I get to callers, of uh, Mark and Santa Monica calling in, saying that blacks should pay reparations. Very true. They've caused a lot of damage. 
around the country. They've raised children badly who get themselves killed and then they get payouts. But honestly, they should be the ones paying. Seriously. There's so, such mess going on. Destruction. Jesse sings better. <laughs> yeah. William in California wants to talk about the Chicago police getting shot. But first, let me tell you about Samantha Power. Just a little bit about her, because I recognized her name and face from the Obama administration. This is a woman. A woman. Can I say it with more disdain? (laughs) Samantha Jane Power. This is from Wikipedia. Very trustworthy source. This is her. This is she. No, I'm not her. On the screen, you... You, if you're watching the video, you see her with these thick eyebrows, and she is not American at heart or even by birth. <laughs> Stay unmarried, Hague says Jupiter. <laughs> well, she was born September 21st, 1970, 50 years old, going on 51, a mess. Gen X, Gen X, early life. She was born in London, the daughter of Irish parents. Told you she's not a normal white person. Well, I didn't tell you, but... Uh, this, is, this is a mess. Irish parents Vera Delaney, a nephrologist and field hockey international, and Jim Power, a dentist and piano player, raised in Ireland until she was nine. She uh, lived in the Dublin district of Castleknock, was schooled in Mount Anvil Montessori Junior School, Goatstown, Dublin, till her mother emigrated to Pittsburgh, PA, in 1979. Look at that face, <laughs> Nick. That's a reference to what Trump said about uh, that woman. I forget her name. Yeah, Carly Fiorina. Pouty, weird face. Carly Fiorina. She attended Lakeside High School in Atlanta, Georgia, where she became a member of the cross-country team and basketball team. She subsequently received her BA degree, uneducated woman, an educated woman, from Yale University, one of the worst schools you can go to, evil, where she was a member of the Aurelian, Aurelian, like Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, I think, honor society, and her JD, she got a Juris Doctorate. That means she's a lawyer slash liar. A woman, a woman... And a, and a lawyer? A double liar. JD degree. And a Democrat? Triple liar. Because a double negative can be a positive. From Harvard Law School in 1993, at the age of 23, she became a U.S. so-called citizen. We are too lenient. That was under the Clinton administration when she became a, a citizen. 1998, she became the founding direct, executive director of CAR, C-A-R-R, Center for Human Rights. Human rights, communist, human rights policy at Harvard Kennedy School. That's a, that's a horrific thing. She later served as the first Anne Lind Professor of Practice of Global Leadership. Global Leadership and Public Policy until 2009. Listen to this. She was senior advisor to Senator Barack Obama. Maybe he... Maybe she reminded him of his mama, Obama. 
Until March of 2008, she resigned from his presidential campaign after apologizing for saying something true, referring to then-Senator Hillary Clinton as a monster in an interview. But don't get excited. She's not about truth. She apologized. She thought she was off the record. (laughs) She wanted to play the game and be phony. A phony. She joined the Obama State Department transition team in late November 08. April 2012... She chose, Obama chose her to, as a newly, to chair a newly formed atrocities prevention board. And when you think of atrocities, what's more of an atrocity than killing a baby in the womb? Or maybe delivering it and then killing it, which is sometimes happens with abortions. Oh no, Obama's for that. I don't want, if my daughters make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. That was what Obama said. He was wishing death on his own grand, potential grandchildren. If his daughters make a mistake. (laughs) As a UN ambassador, she was a UN ambassador under Obama. She focused on United Nations reform, not not for the better. Women's rights, LGBT rights, so called religious freedom, religious minorities, not Christians. Refugees, human trafficking, human rights, which is another buzzword for communism, and democracy, democracy, mob rule, communism. Because these people, when they're immoral, they bring in an immoral government, including in the Middle East and North Africa, Sudan, Myanmar, or Myanmar. She's considered to have been a key figure in the Obama administration in persuading the president to intervene militarily in Libya. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, Obama made a mess of Libya. You can thank Samantha Power for that. In 2016, she was listed as the 41st most powerful woman in the world by by the far-left female-minded outlet Forbes magazine. Crazy, huh? And so she's back in the sleepy Biden administration. She is running the uh, AIDS, U.S. Aid, which is Agency for International Development, Samantha Power. And she's overseeing the U.S. effort to help Haiti. <laughs> so pray for Haiti because they got a, a evil woman r- representing America who is not about anything that is for America. Evil woman. We are run by uh, domestic enemies. What a mess. Samantha Power is evil, says Ragnar0321. See? Now it's a fact. Terrible, huh? Terrible. And by the way, they are going after the freedom of speech. You know, we're coming up. By the way, what did you guys think of my um, Stavesacre song? Some of you guys said, oh, Steve Zaker stunk. <laughs> Last week, my Christian band, supposedly. He is a liberal. I looked into his Twitter feed. The guy who sings for Steve Zaker or, or sang for Steve Zaker, Mark Solomon, S-A-L-O-M-O-N, or however you pronounce it or spell it. His Twitter feed's like retweeting Hassan Piker, that communist who debated Jesse Lee Peterson, the cousin of Jank Uger, Jank Uger. Jake Uyghur, Uyghur, whatever. Uh, he was retweeting him, women, and pushing, the, saying, oh, everybody should get vaccinated, and just, 
He wanted, he wanted Mark Solomon? Oh my gosh, he wanted Cori Bush for president. What the, what in the world? Cori Bush being that black female representative, supposedly. She's in Congress. I forget what state she's from, but she's a evil liberal. She wants to prevent uh, landlords from being able to evict uh, deadbeat tenants, right? People who can't or won't, more likely won't, pay their rent. Basically clamping down and destroying everybody who's doing anything in the country for good. People who are doing good in the country for themselves and for others. So that the government can swoop in and the Facebook and Google and all these fake companies, evil companies, can swoop in and pretend like they're saving everybody. Just making everybody desperate. So the Department of Homeland Security... Friday the 13th issued a national terrorism bulletin. 9-11 is coming up. 9-11. 9-11-2021. It was 20 years prior to that. 9-11-2001 when we saw uh, TV footage of big planes. People thought they were small planes because they just were dwarfed by these buildings. Flew into the buildings and the buildings went down. Looked like that. And it was a crazy terror attack. Now they're, there's, now they're hyping, oh, Trump supporters are terrorists. That's what they're doing. So they're pushing for more censorship and clampdown. Evil. They're t- saying that their potential targets include elected officials, political representative, government facilities. Like what? Police precincts? Like by BLM and Antifa? Law enforcement? Oh, you mean like, uh, oh, I'm putting pigs in a blanket? I'm putting pigs in, I'm giving, I'm putting wings on pigs? Pigs are gonna fly? I'm talking about this, uh, BLM guy who shot, BLM believer sucker, who shot and killed some, uh, New York City police officers. All kinds of targeting of the cops by evil suckers who believe that, oh, police are targeting blacks. Religious communities and perceived ideologically opposed individuals. Oh, you mean like how Antifa and Black Lives Matter are assaulting Trump supporters or anybody halfway decent? Give me a break. They're saying there are also continued nonspecific calls for violence on multiple platforms, online platforms associated with DVE, domestic violence extremist ideologies, or conspiracy theories on perceived election fraud, which obviously never happened, right? An alleged reinstatement as, and responses to anticipated restrictions related to the increasing COVID cases. They're going after you. These females believe in the clampdown. And if you uh, oppose it, their eyes are on you. Stay right. They want you out of control. They lick their chops anytime somebody does something accelerationist. <laughs> What a mess. Evil people. Anyway, let me get to Mark in Santa Monica, California. Mark, how are you doing? Very good. Uh, Mr. Hake, I love you. Thank you. Um, I, no, you're welcome. You're the best. Um, I have a couple things, if you don't mind. Uh, first, I refer to blacks as Negroes because that's what they are. Okay. I think Negroes. I think Negroes should pay for the damage they did to the American cities in the 1960s. I'm not talking about the 
more recent riots, that's an, another issue. Yeah. But just the, the damage they did in the 1960s was irreparable. Wow. They had something. They had something called the Kerner Commission, uh, that was formed in 1968 to uh, investigate why the riot, why the riots happened. Guess what their conclusion was? It was white racism. <laughs> blame, yeah, blame whitey for those savages burning our cities down. And the same cities that they burned are now controlled by them. Uh, the majority of those cities were had white majorities wow. prior to the sixties. Prior to the sixties, now they've they've become crap holes and run by Negroes. The other thing, I think we all know what they did in the sixties. Any honest minded, uh, fair minded person would say, yes, they owe reparations. We owe them zip. Okay, and the other thing on another subject, but I did want to get this out, uh, Mr. Hake, is the Amy Comey Barrett disappointment. <laughs> yeah. are, you a, are you aware that she refused to hear the case of Indiana college students who uh, uh, tried to stop the mandated vaccinations at, I think it's Indiana State University? I heard and, something uh, like that. Yep. And she refused to hear the case, just like she refused to hear the Texas case, in my opinion, uh, would have proven that the election was stolen. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but I'll, I'm just trying to make a point. Oh, right. she re- the, court, the court refused to hear the Texas case. And her uh, uh, reasoning on the Texas case was because it happened before she was on the court. I mean, what a lame excuse. And if she can't see that mandated vaccinations are unconstitutional. She's not fit for that position. And I know, and especially I on think- a, I mean, this is going to become a moot point pretty soon, but especially on something that's not even fully approved. I mean, right. you, th- you guys right. think that they're going to fully approve it th- this coming month? I think they probably is will. That, they're so. You mean the FDA, they might yeah. be, you know, sold out or bought off, whatever. It's, it's really beside but, the point, though, because people have oh, the freedom. Yeah. It's not like this Absolutely. is a crazy, this is not that crazy of a disease. Well, they had Congressman Gohmert, who I like a lot, on uh, Newsmax this weekend, and he thinks that the reason Barrett refused to uh, take the case was because she's been threatened. She, When she was getting uh, nominated to be on the court, the threats against her and her family, she's got like nine or ten kids. Um they, I think the threats got to her, and so does Congressman Gomer. And now, why would she refuse an obvious case like that? It, she's a fraud. She's and Jesse Lee Peterson yeah. exposed her before, I believe, even before she was on the court. Yep. But these, but these three picks that Trump made, and I love President Trump. Yeah. I think he was influenced by bad uh, advisors, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and. Uh, have been a huge disappointment. Judge Roberts was already bought off. The only two conservatives are John Ali Roberts. Oto. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, John Roberts. But Ali Oto and Clarence Thomas are the only real conservatives yeah. that, are on the board, that are on the court now. It's a shame. They yeah. were intimidated into uh, refusing to take these cases. Weak. They're weak people. And you could see it all over their faces and in their the way that they talked and all that stuff. It's just... 
like but Jesse it, said, it, women cave to pressure, and so do weak I men. Agree. I agree. But did you notice when she was getting confirmed how she spoke so uh, authoritarian? I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but she spoke like um, she really knew what she was saying. I was impressed. <laughs> Okay. I'll be honest with you. Wow. Not to say that I wasn't wrong. I was taken in. Right. She's a good con artist. Yeah. But um, look how she's acting now as the way she acted before. Yeah. And, and the way she carries herself. I'm really scared because if we lose the court, we have nowhere to go. And with these mandates coming up, they're going to, um, uh, this is going to be something the court's maybe, hopefully, we'll have to decide in our favor. Last thing, and I, I know you were out of town over the weekend, did you know that these scumbags from Antifa, the white haters, attacked a, um, a peaceful march that was against mandates for vaccines um, and um, masks? Where was this? They were attacked. It was in L.A. somewhere. I think sure. I, I heard something TV. about it. I heard something yep. about it when we were, um, I was listening to the radio on the ride home from the airport, and somebody said that something went crazy. They didn't say Antifa, but they said some type of attack on a, um, maybe a reporter was hurt or something, on a... Well, they, uh, yeah, somebody got stabbed, wow. but we don't know who. We don't know who got stabbed or who did the stabbing. My thoughts are that it was probably a good guy that got stabbed. And the media is covering for Antifa. Wow. I mean, that's just a personal thought. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because they haven't released anything. That's but why... I, that, the police did nothing. The cops did nothing. Yep. Lastly, I just... I got to get this out. I called the Portland Police Department Public Affairs to find out why the cops stood back and allowed these low-life communist scum from Antifa to attack our white Christian patriot brothers up in Portland. Yeah. They won't even, they won't even answer the phone. I left several messages with my name and number yeah. to tell me why they allow these scumbags to attack our people. No callback. Yeah. No callback. I would suggest that everyone listening that's a patriot, not these uh, white-hating Negroes that call in, right. but uh, some, of the, some of the good white people that are, and good Negroes that they're listening, call Portland, find out why they are afraid to take on Antifa. Yeah. And I'd like to see an answer. They won't even pick up the phone. The same thing happened in Charlottesville, Virginia. Remember three, four years ago, roughly? Yeah, about almost, maybe to the day, like four years ago, give or take. They, uh, the police stood back and let Antifa and Black Lives Matter attack the, uh, peaceful protesters, the whites who did not, and others, other people, not just whites, were there protesting against the tearing down of the, of the statue of Robert E. Lee and Lee Park. And... They let it go so out of control that, that James Fields, uh, I don't know what it, what exactly happened, but some Antifa professor yeah. said he waved the gun, waved him on or something like that, and Antifa oh, were seen him over. shooting him, like, not shooting him, but hitting his car, and it was crazy. It was, they let well, chaos reign. McAuliffe, McAuliffe was the governor, Gary yeah. McAuliffe. He, he was called the punk. Uh, Rush Limbaugh labeled him the punk. <laughs> and he fits the description. But um, he was he gave the order for the cops to do nothing and allow these criminals to attack our patriotic brothers. And that was uh, uh, Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe. Who, McAuliffe. Yeah, who, uh, McAuliffe, who allowed the commies, without a permit, to attack our white brothers. Yeah. And uh, that incident, which happened four years ago in 2017. August 12th, 2017. Yeah. 
Okay, that was almost exactly two weeks before the 50th anniversary of Commander Rockwell's assassination in Virginia. Wow. Uh, we, there was a little, yeah, there, we had a little rally in Arlington at the spot where it happened. And it was not connected to Charlottesville, but it was real close geographically. And uh, the newspaper wrote a big write-up on Rockwell when that happened, um, saying that still many people uh, agree with what he had stood for and love the man. Yeah. And uh, it was a very interesting article. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's happening in America. What year was that today. that you, that article uh, came out? Commander Rockwell was, and I call him commander because he was a naval commander, uh, was assassinated on August 25th, 1967, about noontime in Arlington, Virginia, in a parking lot. And then the and, article, uh, came, when you guys had that parade or, or uh, event. It was a small celebration. What year was that? Well, that celebration was in 17. Oh, okay. Two, two, oh, okay. That was about two weeks after the uh, ride in Charlottesville. Oh, but, okay. Uh, I might have heard something about should, that. I feel like something. Yeah, you should. You, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to Go cut for you it. off. Cause, but um, you should really read about the funeral that they gave Commander Rockwell. They wanted to bury him in Arlington, and they were going to allow him to be buried in Arlington you know, National Cemetery because he was the Navy commander right. in two wars. But um, uh, the ACLU refused to take the case. And when we got, well, I wasn't there, but when they came to inter his body, because they wore swastikas, the um, Army wouldn't allow them to enter uh, into Arlington. So oh, Commander okay. Rockwell wasn't able to be buried there. His remains are with Matt Kale in a secret location. He's, he's the man that took over okay. for uh, Rockwell. But uh, I just wanted to get that out. Again, uh, my suggestion, I know you won't follow it, but I would say when people call, when you refer to blacks or African, just call them Negroes because they call <laughs> us Caucasian and it's the same thing. It's not a racial slur. Right. Just a suggestion. Okay. And I appreciate I that. God bless you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you, Mark. Happy Men's History Month to you. Happy Men's History Month. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. This is from Smithsonian Magazine. It came out in 2018, March 1st, 2018, by Alice George. Smithsonian Magazine, far-left enemies of America. The 1968, he mentioned the Kerner Commission, which was put together by LBJ, according to a quick search, quick search, the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders, known as the Kerner Commission, after its chair, Governor Otto Kerner Jr. of Illinois, was an 11-member presidential commission established by then-so-called president, was that LBJ, Lyndon Johnson? Lyndon B. Johnson, evil person, evil person. The Kerner Commission got it right, said the Smithsonian Magazine, according to Alice George, a woman, presumably. But nobody listened. Released 50 years ago, the infamous report found that poverty and institutional racism were driving inner-city violence. Pathetic. Evil. Pent-up frustrations boiled over in many poor African-American neighborhoods during the mid-to-late 60s, setting off riots. Oh, they're victims. Victims become perps. Victim-minded people, angry people, do evil. Uh, Brandon M. says, Hey, have you ever heard of George Lincoln Rockwell, that guy that he mentioned? I have heard of him, especially since he's been calling in, talking about him... He likes him for Men's History Month. I've looked into him a little bit. I don't know much about him. 
I can neither, I can't do, go either way on him. But Mark in Santa Monica. You know, let me get to William in California. He wants to talk about the Chicago police getting shot. Um, William in California, hey. thanks for holding, man. How are you? Hey, good morning, man. Um, morning. I'm glad everything went good for you guys this weekend. I appreciate and it. God bless you, Mark. God bless you. What a patriot. Yeah. What a patriot. Um, he's right. Uh, they did tear those towns up in the 60s. Yeah. They did come back. Detroit. Was that when the Watt, when the, in L.A., we, we had the Watts riots? You know, that's that that still torn up. Yes. Watts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Watts, Chicago, Detroit. Some of this stuff wasn't even rebuilt yet. Wow. To this day. Yeah. To this you day. Know. Yeah. To this day. <laughs> and um, we, it's about the same time when, you know, these, People started going to college. These Negroes started getting the pass with affirmative action. They are today's warriors for victimhood right yep. now. Evil. All of them. Very evil. The other guy that called uh, before Mark, he was very evil. I mean, if he doesn't like it here, he seems like he's celebrating um, America's problems. Right. Tony and from California. Just, he is. That's, that's just dirty. Yeah. That's yep. just dirty. And I don't know why he's celebrating. They're all celebrating. They think everything is going to be like this forever. They, you know, because they've they've been brainwashed to focus their hatred that they have for everybody. They have no love for anybody, but they've been brainwashed to focus their hatred and blame on whites, and so they get gleeful when evil befalls whites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they did a thing. They did a story on. Uh, the, the, the police officer in Chicago that was shot in the head, killed. And was that a woman? Boys, Is that that woman yes. who had a baby like two, three weeks before or something like that? Well, well I don't know if she had a baby. Actually, she, there was a baby that got shot in the head in Chicago, a black baby. Uh-huh. Was shot in the head. The baby survived. She's actually the one that saved that baby's life. Oh, wow. So I they thought shot she the came back from maternity a, leave or something, too. Maybe, maybe, yeah. but I know she saved a baby's life that got shot in the head that was like a year old. Wow. And um, she's the cop that you need. But, you know, like the guy that was on the phone a few minutes ago, you know, how, how dare you and shame on you to wish bad on the country that you live in. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he needs to move to Haiti. Move to Haiti. <laughs> yeah. Where they're... And leave our leave our aircraft carriers that protect your rights. Leave all our soldiers. Leave, take yourself over to Haiti. Yeah, and see how you. I don't even. You know what? That guy sounds like somebody you may. He probably doesn't live in a good neighborhood. No wonder he's got <laughs> resentments. It's a mess. But um, they they when they was pointing out that that cop, uh, they 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 pointed something out that was really important. They said you have to look at all of these cities. They're ran by black women. Yeah. So rebuilding the man is very important. I hope everybody hears this. Yeah. You know, very look, look, I'm black. I'm a black man. Look, I'm single, man. Look what we have to offer. Yeah. They're not. They're not good women. They're not good women. They're raising these kids that are not grown until they're 25. And even then, and, and many you know, times and, they don't. They never really grow up. 
I mean, Tony. I had to tell one that she's got two sons and they're grown. And I told her, I said, you got to go. I don't want you. And I really don't want no woman that was that her husband divorced her. I don't want no woman that her husband divorced her. Yep. True. <laughs> I just and the other thing about the uh, yeah, Antifa did jump on some people in Los Angeles. Uh, what went down is that it was a prayer group or something like that, Christians. Um, but I got to give them credit, man. Them Christians was throwing down. Okay. They was putting. They put Antifa on their butt. Yeah, CNN. But I encourage I encourage people to just stay away from public demonstrations for the most part right now, where you can. I wouldn't go to one. Yeah, where Antifa may show up. I know that we have the straight pride rally coming up, um, but Mm -hmm. but hopefully we'll have uh, some some proud boys, some decent people, to uh, you know the proud boys. You know what? They 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 don't have they have killed no one. I know. They've no one. They've only, it's basically been only self-defense and defending innocent people. And when they do, they get down. So yeah. whoever that was they called that didn't like America, I'm going to tell you something. These white folks don't get sick of you. And yeah, don't be celebrating like the country is changing because the junk of the country is not changing. You still only make up 12% of the population and half your men are in jail. Half your women <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing and half your kids ain't nothing. And I'm black and I know it. You're not going to win nothing. You're not going to win anything over these white people in this country, not these good white people, because their guns are legal. You guys are going to run out of bullets. You won't be able to go to the store to get uh, re-ammo. You won't get no ammo. Well, no, hopefully, it, illegal. hopefully it doesn't come to that because it's... It it's ain't going to come to that. They're just talking. Bad. They, I mean, <laughs> you look at black radicals. They get radical with each other. You don't ever really see them beating up nobody like the Proud Boys. They can't win. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, William. It's great to hear from you, man. Happy Men's History Month to you. Happy Men's History Month to you, too. Hey, shout out to, I'm doing this on purpose, Henry Ford. Nice. He invented the weekend. How about that? <laughs> right on. And, and, and the V8. So how about that? <laughs> That's for that caller. Henry right. Ford. He gave you a weekend. Nice. Thank you, William. Take care. You as well. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. The Watts Riots, not to be confused with the L.A. Riots from the 90s. The Watts Riots, August 11th, 1965 to today, August 16th, but way back in 1965. To this day! (laughs) Sometimes referred to as the Watts Rebellion, give me a break, or Watts Uprising, communists, took place in the Watts neighborhood and its surrounding areas of Los Angeles, in uh, August of 1965. What a mess. Marquette Fry, F-R-Y-E, a 21-year-old black male, pulled over for drunken driving. Drunk driving. Allegedly. He failed a sobriety test. Officers attempted to arrest him. He resisted arrest with assistance from his mother. Even mothers making a mess, even in the... In the 1960s, and a physical confrontation ensued in which Marquette was struck in the face with a baton. Meanwhile, a crowd of onlookers had gathered. Rumors spread that police had kicked a pregnant woman (laughs) who was present on the scene. They spread those rumors. Oh, hands up, don't shoot. Total lie, they spread the rumors. Commies. Liars. Uh, Six days of so-called civil unrest followed. Riots. Motivated in part by allegations of police abuse. 
Never mind the blacks out of control. Nearly 14,000 members of the California Army National Guard helped suppress the disturbance. 34 deaths, $40 million in property damage in their own city. It was the city's worst riot until the Rodney King riots of 1992. The city of, uh, I think Watts is just a neighborhood in the city of Los Angeles, right? Terrible. And the uh, mainstream media was lying even back then. So that's why, it's part of why the boomers are such suckers. Many, many boomers, which, whom I love. I love the boomers. So, yeah, there's been multiple riots in L.A. <laughs> Blacks. Ridiculous. Uh, they're not called joggers. They are strangers now. They're strangers, guys. Hey! Hey! Okay, I, I have my favorite caller on the line, but I won't get to her yet. First, I have to get to Jesse in PA. Uh, wants to talk about a divorce right now. Jesse in Pennsylvania, thank you for holding. How are you? Hey, hey, how's it going? Going well. How about you? Uh, just, just, just doing what I can, you know, living life. Nice. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about, um, um, well, there's been an awakening of, um, of man actually, um, Seeing like how dangerous women can be, yeah. Uh, how, how they can destroy not just not just marriages or children, but also society. I, I see it, it's all over YouTube now. I don't know if you noticed it. Oh yeah, a lot of channels being created. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you can't you can't really you can't really stamp out the truth. There are going to be some people telling factual information that they're angry about it, but you, even even that is not full tr- the full truth. But you can't stamp out the truth. That's why with uh, Tony being celebrating how like whites are going down and be- getting so called stamped off the face of the earth, that's not true. You never. There's always going to be a remnant of people who stand on what's right, and it's nice to see that that the word is getting out about. Women are not these poor, innocent victims, and they're not decent people. So, that's cool. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's really cool. There's a lot of channels out there, and I'm watching these guys, and, 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 and you know, a lot of them are actually spitting stuff that Jesse Lee Peterson has said before. Right. You know, and, yeah, and, and he say something about how... Um, are you on a speakerphone oh, oh. or where? How, how your phone just hey, can all? You, can you hear me better now? What the heck? Can you hear me better now? That sounds better, I think. Can you hear me better? What are you on now? Uh, I'm, I'm on the. I'm using headphone. Man, no, it's it's all a right, mess. Let me let me let me get off the headphones. <laughs> Don't be no headphones, no Bluetooth. Can you hear me now? That's much better. I think. Yes. Um... Jeez. Have you noticed that a lot of women, um, they want marriages, but they, they initiated um, most divorces? Yes. I have heard this. I've heard that 70 to 80% of all divorces are initiated by women. And it's no-fault divorce, which is evil. Thank you, Ronald Reagan, I heard. Even though I like Reagan for other things, maybe. Jesse, your phone is a mess, but... 
I appreciate your call. I gotta go. Well, let's talk another time when you have your phone right. Oh, he hung up anyway. His phone was a mess. But thank you, man. Thank you. I don't know if he had, if he personally was going through anything. Or if he was just talking about the topic in general. But it is a crazy situation. Um, Asmador, the historian over there on Trovo.live. Slash the Hague Report. Shout out. Thank you for hosting the show over there, too. It says, Leon, or Leon, Levavasseur designed the first V8 in 1904 for speedboats. Speedboats. Renault, Pouchette, Cadillac, Rolls-Royce, all produced V8-powered motor cars before Henry Ford. Ford made cars for the common man. And until the Ford Flathead V8s were a luxury item. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So it wasn't an entire misnomer to say, oh, thank him for the V8, but he helped make them available to the people as opposed to just the luxury people who are affordable, who can find those things affordable. Anyway, thank you, man. Appreciate that. And I'm hearing that they are not strangers. They're dingers. Dingers? Dinger! (laughs) (laughs) And that's a reference to that Triceratops-looking, uh, purple dinosaur-looking mascot from the Colorado Rockies. His, the mascot for the Colorado Rockies, my dinga. (laughs) Oh yeah, you have to put it with an A at the end, no hard R's. No, you can do the hard R, because this is America. And you have no right to assume the worst of intentions on somebody who uses a word. Am I right? Yes, I am right. Shout out to all my dingers. (laughs) And women plan their divorce months and years in advance, says Cheesehead69, always scheming, often taking the husband by surprise. Isn't that so evil? Oh my gosh, that is like bone-chilling, blood-boiling, sickening, evil. Don't close your eyes to evil, said one wise man. See it. You don't even have to call it out always. You don't have to call it out always. It's good to call it out sometimes. Overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil. Keep watch. Be self-controlled and alert. I love this Bible verse. Don't you? Be, the, the Bible says... And I know I'm probably reciting the NIV. Blame my mama. (laughs) My mother bought me an NIV, which is the New International Version, which is put out by Zondervan, which is like a far-left liberal, fake Christian publisher. (laughs) And they translate the thoughts, supposedly, but they mistranslate a lot, I hear. I mean, I've heard, I've seen in the NIV, like, they they call Jesus God, and, like, the Bible, the plainly written Bible... If, if we have a plainly written translation, doesn't necessarily say that. So, all kinds of weird things. But the Bible does say, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Self-controlled and alert. Huh. Is Hake Bible thumping today? <laughs> By the way, shout out to fellow RSer. Nice to see you, man. I found out that it's not fellow riser. I put in words, I put in letters that don't, that aren't there. 
Like, there was a, there's a city or something like that called Kennebunkport. I used to call it Kennebunkinport. <laughs> Ignorant. Ignorant. Man, let me, f- let me first get to Art in Ohio. He wants to comment on this Afghanistan situation. Art in Ohio, how are you doing? Hey, uh, hey, how you doing, man? Doing well, thank you. I feel like you, my uh, long lost white brother, man. I, I just get, I'm like, man, I seen this little clip last night, man. I'm like, I gotta call my man, man. My main man, hey, we're gonna get this situation resolved expeditiously. Nice. So, uh, with that Afghanistan stuff and that Haiti uh, stuff, uh, a lot of these countries where America is going into, they trying to push this, uh, this democratic agenda where it's the gays. Yeah. And the uh, females running stuff, and a lot of these countries already know the females can't yep. run nothing. So they, they automatically turn it, and that's where a lot of this stuff is coming from, because they already know that America is going through it. They sit here and see a lot of this stuff that's on YouTube or whatnot. They are rejecting all this feminist stuff that America's over here pushing, and they and they, and they basically saying in so many words that they willing to fight for their country yeah. to fight against all this propaganda that uh, these feminist uh, gay liberals are trying to push in their country. Yep. That's the first, and I'm not saying that's all, but that's a big part of what's going on over in these countries. I think you're right. Second, I think I th- I think I'm right too, man. But we but we we tend to be right ninety percent of the time, probably more <laughs> than that. Uh, second thing is, uh, I gave Nick the uh, little link or whatnot. I ain't gonna say it over here. And if I don't see y'all put it up, I might have messed around. It should have. I just, I just check in later when I gave Sounds it with my. So, uh, so it was a dude I seen on. Uh, he was going to court for some traffic stuff, and the judge set him up on camera, saying that they, uh, they lied and said that he came in late when he was in. Er- he was actually in earlier, and they uh, arrested him. Wow. So shenanigans. Shenanigans. Nick so said he'll out. email so he went, it. Huh? Nick said that he will he will email it to me. Thank you for that tip. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said that he was trying to go to the news channels or whatnot and get the story out there how they were uh, setting him up or whatnot. His own attorney yep. was working with the prosecutors to set it to set the client up. And you can't do that. That's not how the Constitution was set up for y'all to be in there scheming. And that's not just only going on in Utah. That's going on all oh, across yeah. America in these uh in these Democratic ran areas and probably in the Republican areas where they are setting up their clients. And you can't do that. Yeah. And then uh re- and the reason why I'm so amped up about it is because that's the same thing that I'm going through. And I heard that last night and I'm like, wow, that's the first time I've seen that. And I noticed that's what was going on with Trump. And that's what made me fight more for him too, because that's the same thing they was doing with him, blocking evidence and stuff like that. And that's wow. the same thing that's going on with me. We coming to put the evidence in front of these female judges and then in front of these prosecutors and in uh, in front of even my own lawyer. And my own lawyer, in my case, Art, he's sitting here messing my case up. And I'm like, wow. It's like, I don't know what to do because it's like, uh, my, my funds ain't all like that. But it's like, only thing he had to do was go in here and present the evidence that I laid out to him. And he messed my case up. So what I'm basically trying to say is, they are uh, railroading, especially yeah. Negroes, Negroes in these black communities, and I'm for sure that they are uh, railroading a lot of these whites. Oh yeah, and what's going what's going to end up happening with all this feminist liberals nonsense they push? 
they gonna end up starting a liberal war, uh, 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 dang old civil war. With all the stuff going on around in the world, it's all setting up to be a, a, a world war. And they got you focused. They got America focused on Afghanistan while the Afghanistan's or Afghanistan people are coming up through the border. So America better yeah. wake the hell up. They yeah. got you looking at the front door while they coming through the back door at the border. We ain't stupid. We know what's going on, and we're going to protect, and we're going to fight for America. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, you better get your ass up out of uh, America, you damn Nazi, because we beat you up once, <laughs> and we'll beat you up again. God bless you, Hey, I'll catch you later, my man. Thank you, Art. Appreciate you, man. Happy Men's History Month. Happy Men's History Month to you. All right. Yeah, he's referring to, I heard that the former governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a joke, a rhino, a, he was called a, What's translated into born before his parents were married, <laughs> even by the Mexican friends that I had, co-workers. He said, forget about your dang freedom or something like that. Something to that effect. It was worse than that, what he said. Terrible. Evil stuff going around. Somebody said, hey, it's ignorant. It's ignorant. <laughs> Not ignorant. True. That's right. Let me quickly, it is five minutes till. I want to try to get to all the calls. Maze, my favorite caller from Dayton, Ohio, was on, is on the line. Maze, how are you? Hello, James. Hey, happy Men's History Month to you. Good for you. Thank uh, you. Is, um, I heard Mark, they need to go on and arrest him because he's having a problem. He's all in his feelings. And then you got William trying to convince you to tell you what color he is. You said and that. Then, are you saying that Mark from Santa Monica needs to be yeah. arrested because he's yeah. in his feelings? Yeah. Why would you arrest somebody just for being in their feelings? He wrote about Antifa. He wrote about uh, people. Uh, uh, well, you got we got different. You, you choose which one you want to be. So you can arrest somebody for being in their feelings? No, 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 in no. no. Mazes America? Hate. No, the things that's on his mind to do. He need to get Justice Allen prayer. What's he he need to get the Lord's prayer. He need everything because he on his way to jail. I don't think he, he has. How do you he know got, he's on his way? Oh, you. Th- oh, you think because he's in his feelings, he may lash out yeah. and do something wrong? Yeah, do something. Yeah, do something. Oh, stupid. I don't think that that's the case. Maze. Oh, really? I hope he don't. Yeah, and I, then you got, I don't think. You, I think he agrees with you about the silent prayer and the Lord's prayer. He probably. No, 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 no. He. I don't know. I'll ask him if he does the silent prayer. No, you just listen to him, and then you got. Then you got know, William over there. But you're not a. <laughs> you're not an accurate judge. He's in his feelings. What y'all gonna do when women when when there's not is enough he, men? Is on he this saying planet? anything untrue? What? Yes, he is. What? All the things that he's saying. Everything he's saying is just make just just, just trying to say. I wish. I wonder if he wear a clan hat. That's what he sounds like. What? A clan hat? Sound like a clansman, yes. I wonder if he had one of them dunks caps that he wear around. And he's talking about Antifa, but he want to go do something risking the Antifa. That's why I told you I love him. Can you tell around. me one thing that he said that wasn't true? Uh, everything. One thing. Everything. Everything that he said, he looked in the mirror so and you can't your say, reflection you can't on him. can't say one thing. Uh, he was saying, how am I harming people? And then you talk about getting bullets and who got guns and who got this and all this. There go William coming, stepping right behind him. They're violent <laughs> people. And there's Ant- a place for them. Is, Antifa, is Antifa not violent? I don't know if Antifa not. I don't even know who that ghost is that y'all keep talking about. The ghost. Okay, it's a boogeyman. It's a ghost to right. me because I don't know who the, who the ghost is supposed to be. Yeah, I stay. To, you know what? I look, stay away from any place that Antifa might be because I value my life and my limb and my eyesight and stuff like that. I'm not looking to get stabbed or have to oh, defend really? myself and go to jail for having to defend myself. So, oh, so Antifa's supposed to look like what? Since I don't know what Antifa, who it look like? You? They dress in black. Who it look like us? 
They look uh, like a mix. They look like a... I think that they're mostly Jewish and Hispanic, is my oh, understanding. Okay. But also Antifa, Antifa supports Black Lives Matter, and Black Lives Matter is black and, uh-huh. and Jewish and Hispanic and some whites, suckers, like, some dumb Asians. Like, it's, okay. you know, there's evil, evil in all races. And there's they evil in them. all races, and I want Mark to know that. Antifa, okay, Asmodor says, Asmodor says, and I also want Mark to, I mean, William, People, a Negro is not a, a bad word. Y'all right. put it in our book. Y'all put it on our birth certificate. So why we got to be ashamed of it? You got colored you on there. You got Negro on there. Turn off so your wrong alarm. You? What the heck is going on, Mace? In that's the world. My alarm. So anyway, what? Turn off what your ringer. That's what I'm saying. Why don't stop you? it? <laughs> Can you stop that? That's noise? What I'm saying. They need to and get it what's together. What's that infernal sound? So what you gonna do when women take when there's more women on? The do you have? Are you hard of hearing? Are really gonna lose y'all man? <laughs> Are you going to lose your mind, Dean? Okay, uh, Asmador says, I saw the video, everybody you saw it. Because you guys don't want to be me. Uh, I put her on hold. I saw it, everybody saw it, the video. Antifa violently attacked a group of peaceful mask protesters. Got their butts kicked for their trouble, says Asmador. So, M- Maze didn't see that ghost. <laughs> Come on, get yourself together before he go commit a crime. Okay, thank you, Maze. And get off the edge and tell him to use the ten- one of those commandments, which is number, uh, I think it's seven, six. Thou shalt not kill. Tell him to get it off his mind. And tell him bullets and guns, everybody don't look and worship those. That's wisdom. Thank you, Maze. Appreciate Thank you. it. And tell him to use it. William, too. And tell him stop trying to convince you. What I thought you were going to ask why people care. wanted you at the men's conference. That's what I want to know, too. Why did they want me there? I'm not a man. <laughs> we No, but, but there was a church one. service for everybody the day after. And we... Really? At first, I saw Katrina from Louisiana. I'm like, is that Maze? Is that Maze? <laughs> <laughs> Both really? Nick and I had the same thought. And we were if across you see me, the I'll speak conference room. I wouldn't even have to open my mouth other. to say nothing. <laughs> if you saw me, you probably have seen me and don't know you're looking at me. Probably. I'll Thank you, Mace. Um, and tell them the heathens. I'm not telling anything. We're, we're overtime. I gotta okay, go. Heathen, you have a good one. In the chat room, chatting about me to get that stuff together too, and you just proud and proud of bringing. Okay. Them, Happy Men's History Month. One. You too. <laughs> Bye, Mace. Eric in Arizona, first-time caller. I cannot get to you. He wanted to talk about the Haiti earthquake and the Clintons. Yeah, that's right. Didn't we raise, a, or they raised a bunch of money and then they stole it? Or something like that? Anyway, guys, this is overtime. It is 11 o'clock already here in Los Angeles. Here is the what makes me suspect that these guys are kind of on the liberal side, like uh, not normal Christians. This is Break Down the Walls. By 121, I mean, of course, anyway, listen to this song, if you can, and look at the lyrics. To me, it's sort of this fake unity diversity thing. To me, it might be a little bit of that. It hints toward it. But I still like, uh, I still like the band. So enjoy, or don't, Break Down the Walls by 121, 1998 album, When the Dragon is Finally Laid to Rest. Rest. Thanks, guys, and take care. Break out the walls. Break out the walls. Break out the walls.